Are you curious about, interested in, or working within the field of anesthesiology and you are a woman, person of color, or otherwise do not fit the stereotypical image of what an anesthesiologist looks like? Then this is the podcast for you. We will discuss what life is like on the other side of the blue drape for us. Issues most relevant, such as what is anesthesia really? And we're not talking textbook definition. Tips for applying, success in residency, life as an attending, and beyond. Join us each week as we take a dive into this rich and often misunderstood field. This is your host, Dr. Alicia Peterson, and welcome to Sivo Sisters. Welcome back. It's that time of year where I'm hearing folks talk about VSLO applications and doing it away. And in this episode, we're going to talk about how to excel on your anesthesiology rotation. And I want to first answer the question, should you do an away rotation? Honestly, there's really no hard yes or no to this question. Okay, so the answer is it depends. If you're at a medical school that has an anesthesiology training program, and you test well, you don't have to do in a way. Um, But if you're at a place that does not have such training program, or you're marginal on testing, or you really just want to buffer your application, then I would recommend doing in a way, getting FaceTime with academic anesthesiologists, networking, and then using the tips I'm about to give you is really going to buffer that application. I mean, personally, I went to Rush Medical College. They had a training program and I still did in a way. I wanted to see how perioperative care was done elsewhere because honestly, the more exposure that I've received in a different environment, it was just the better it was because it really informed my choice and allowed me to craft a better argument as to why I was truly interested in the field. I was able to establish relationships, and really, that's what this is all about. I mean, the more relationships that you can establish and secure good letters of recommendation, that will do nothing but facilitate in matching to anesthesiology. And honestly, as a faculty member who has reviewed uh, residency applications, when I read letters that medical students have from outside their organization, they certainly carry weight in my mind because these are people that are vouching for you that they don't have any dog in the fight. Um, When these faculty members from the same medical school as you are writing, I mean, there is a drive there. They want their medical students to match. And so when you have these outside letters, it's like, man, if they're glowing on you, it's because you have the glow. (laughs) <laughs> it's not because they have some, you know, undercurrent of a drive to ensure that their medical students match. All right. So we talked briefly about ways. Now let's shift into my five essentials for performing well during your rotation. And it's really simple, folks, not complicated. One, mindset shift. It's important that you get out of your head, I'm only the medical student. 
I'm only the medical student. By internalizing this thought that you are less valued, you'll end up being withdrawn, which will convey to others that you are uninterested. And if others think you're uninterested, you will have less teaching and less engagement, which will result in a mediocre or poor evaluation. So instead, carry the mindset of, I'm that medical student, okay? I'm that medical student, the one who is eager, on time, introduces self to patients, offers ways to help instead of waiting to be told how to help. You walk in the room acknowledging that you are a valuable member of the team. So have the attitude towards the rotation of excitement, positivity, being vigilant for opportunities where you can help. As faculty, the way we gauge your interest is how often you demonstrate the initiative to introduce yourself to patients and your willingness to contribute. All right, number two, introduce yourself to everyone. Smile and you will see that the staff will go out of their way to teach you something. So you'll get education on both sides of the dream. It's really so easy in the course of the busy perioperative day to forget to introduce yourself because it's fast moving. There's so many people coming in and out of the room, but make a point to do this because it facilitates the mission of teamwork, which is a huge theme within the OR. We need multidisciplinary teams in order to make the day flow. So if you really want to know where to put your efforts, it's into being personable and building relationship. Three, understand anesthesiology is more than intubating. We get so many students coming into the OR. I want to intubate. I want to intubate. I want to intubate. But anesthesiology is more than that. Intubation is a skill that you pick up within weeks of doing it. It's it's not the the crux of what the field composed of. It, it's not the diamond. Um, anesthesiology is critical care medicine outside of the ICU. So it is using that physiology and pharmacology to support patients during their most vulnerable which in this case is during surgery. It's about keeping patients alive in these streets. So familiarizing yourself with cardiac and respiratory physiology, auto-regulation curves. The anesthesiology rotation is the place where these concepts come alive. So read about it and then actually experience it when you're in the OR. Review the airway exam. And then practice performing this when you introduce yourself to patients in the preoperative area. Familiarize yourself with the stages of anesthesia and then look for these stages as you observe induction and emergence. You see this pattern. It's always connecting what you read about with what you see in the operating room. Okay, Number four, 
I'd like for you to consider when you start your anesthesia rotation, the following schedule. Acknowledge that when you are assigned a room, your prep work starts the night before. So see if your patients happen to be admitted and then go see the patient in the hospital. Introduce yourself. Practice the airway exam. Don't offer any anesthesia plan, but just giving the patient that FaceTime. It really means a lot because when they are brought down from their room to the preoperative area, these patients are hit with a sea of unknown faces. And to be able to recognize yours in the crowd, it means so much. You don't know that it means so much, but it means so much. They, they have the big smile. They're like, oh, my friend, I see you again. It elevates the patient care. Look up any recent labs or imaging that these patients had and discuss it with your resident during that morning where you're preparing the room for the case. Now, the morning. Here is where I personally see students go wrong. They show up too late. They come into the OR at the same time the patient does. And then they start asking questions during induction. And it's like, oh my gosh, this is a red flag. Um, It demonstrates a lack of situational awareness, which is a quality that all anesthesiologists need to possess to be successful. The moment that patient bed rolls into the room, all attention is on the patient. It is not on answering your questions. It is not on your education. If you happen to show up that late, it's best for you to just stand um, off to the side and observe at that point what the anesthesiology team does. Um, So please do not show up at the same time as as the patient because you've missed out on so much of the learning opportunity that you could have had, had you met this patient the night before, had you came in in the morning. Um, So I'm recommending arriving at the same time as your resident. You can see the way the room is set up and the thought process behind it. When the circulating nurse comes in, that's an opportunity to introduce yourself. They'll need your name for their charting. And really, you'll find that that time in the morning before the day starts is really, um, it's, it's really sacred in my mind. It's that moment of calm before all of the hustle and bustle, uh, you see the process that we take to ensure that we're set up for success throughout the day. Uh, the resident may give you, you know, propofol or medication to draw up. And it's important during that time that it is peaceful so that we're able to look at all the meds, verify that we are drawing up what we want because there's so many vials that look alike, sound alike. And of course, they're all next to each other within the drawer. Uh, And really, this is a great time for you to get to know your resident hear their story as to how they arrived at anesthesiology and what lights them up about it. And five, here are some ways that you could help throughout the day. When you're in the pre-op area and you're about to move to the operating room, 
you can disconnect the patients from the monitors and then reconnect them once they are transferred onto the OR bed. Once the patient's transferred to the OR bed, you can move that patient stretcher out of the room. After the monitors are connected, the resident will likely guide you as to how to hold the mask to pre-oxygenate the patient prior to induction. Remember, when the patient is awake, all the attention and focus is on engaging the patient and making them as comfortable as possible. So now is not the time to ask questions about the perioperative care. It's all about making the patient comfortable. Once the patient is induced, the airway is in, then the surgical prep starts. And this is the time where you can indeed ask questions. Uh, Throughout the case, observe the lines that are placed. You know, review the ins and outs. Remember, like I said, this is critical care medicine outside of the ICU. So uh, look at the fluids that are ran, um, urine, if it's being monitored, measured. Look at those blood suction canisters, the temperature, the vitals that we're monitoring, and ask yourself throughout the day, how can I help? So if you noticed a surgical resident with the back of their gown open, and they just came in scrubbed in and and nobody's tied the back of their gown yet, offer to tie it up. You know, it's all about keeping the day moving. Look for those stall points. And if there's any questions about what you can do, ask first. As you progress on the rotation, you will, you know, you'll draw drugs more often. You'll start IVs, you'll intubate. You know, all this will come. Just allow yourself to ease into it and focus Focus first on establishing relationships and building rapport. Because once you establish that kind of rapport and build reliability with just doing simple things like applying monitors and taking away a bed, I mean, it could seem, it did seem small, but trust me, it does help and it does move the day along. So please, um, what you can do, do it to the fullest of your extent. And people will take notice. Overall, to recap, one, mindset shift from I'm only a medical student to I'm that medical student. Two, introduce yourself to everyone. Three, anesthesiology is more than intubating. So don't be so hyper-focused on intubation. Four, when you start, getting prepared for the OR days starts the night before. So don't miss that opportunity to see your patients if they're admitted. Show up early with the resident the next day and demonstrate competence in those simple things like applying monitors. And you'll be offered opportunities to do more procedures. And five, really important, relationship building has a higher priority than memorizing Mac. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Sivo Sisters. If you love this episode as much as I did, head on over and rate and subscribe so you don't miss out. New episodes drop every week on a Monday because we all can use a little something, something to get us through the week. Am I right? 
I'd love to hear more from you on the topics that you want to hear. So let me know in the comments. This is Dr. Peterson signing off. See you next time.